We talk about in the podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. I'm Dose. Jordan made himself laugh. I'm Jordan. Dude, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna be very pleased with the harmonies you had there. Oh, I'm excited. It was fun. We're on that same, we're on that karaoke energy that. currently. We got that yeah. good energy right Something's now. Something's going on. Something that doesn't have good energy, and our, our good friend Doge brought it up before recording. With so much good going on in the movie business, it's easy to talk about that, and it just feels better to talk about that. Yeah. But when you have good friends like we have with the Chunkies, we got to talk about the serious stuff. Yeah. And the stuff that's going really, really, really wrong. Warner Brothers Woof. Is, is having such a hard time. Woof. DC, like there's, there's, there's human beings that are... Like it's their job and they're putting in so much work for things like The Flash and and they did so much work on Justice League and <laughs> somebody put a lot of work into Morbius Batgirl. and somebody's Dude, putting so work into Craven. Girl team. She's just, they're gone. I mean, it was going to be bad, but I feel bad for them. Yeah. So there's there's the cynical part of it. So if you haven't heard, Batgirl was just pretty unceremoniously canceled publicly on the internet. No longer I mean, releasing. It felt like it was a TMZ release or something. After it was the like movie was completed, reportedly test screenings, it just wasn't up to quality. The cynical which is, part of me- Which is, if you yeah, think about the Morbius studio was, that is cutting okay. this movie, yeah. <laughs> for them to say, I want to see it. Because so they, they would release the other stuff their new released, CEO. It's the oh, it's okay. after the merger with Discovery. It's their new like director of content. He's been doing a ton of press, being like, "Hey, we're going to come up with a ten year plan, just like what Kevin Feige and Disney did." Because honestly, theirs worked and ours didn't. So yeah, for DC to time. publicly admit that is a huge step. <laughs> they just honestly, I I think they need to cut their losses and face the bad press for the next year and yeah. eliminate every project that is pre the Batman. It's just. If it existed before Robert Pattinson's The Batman, if the idea existed before Robert Pattinson's The Batman, bye. Sorry. It doesn't exist anymore. Sorry. Part of the reason they scrapped Batgirl is because their new direction as a studio is that we're going to focus exclusively on blockbuster content. We get no return on investment from streaming content. They're pointing to the Suicide Squad numbers, the James Gunn Suicide Squad numbers, which released during a global pandemic. So that's a little yeah, silly a to little point tough. that out to me. But anyway, they canceled Batgirl because apparently it wasn't good. Even though they paid Michael Keaton an absolute truckload, a Batmobile load of hey, money to come back and be Batman yeah. in that. Get the Batman. And now with all the stuff going on with The Flash, Ezra Miller is being just a real piece of trash and keeps mm-hmm. getting themselves into trouble. And so Warner Brothers, it came out yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday, they, they have three options basically for moving forward with The Flash. Uh, one of the options is scrapping the project entirely. Wow. They have sunk so much money into The Flash. And scrapping basically they're me. like, they're like, we're going to release this movie. I think they're going to release this movie unless Ezra Miller like straight up murders somebody. So the movie Which, will come out. by the way, not, uh, not, not. <clears throat> Off the table, not, not out of the super out of the question for somebody having as public of a meltdown as Ezra I mean, Miller. How much more can the wasted money cost than the bad press of a terrible flash? That's movie? the thing. So there are two mm-hmm. options that they're uh, scrapping the movie. I think is not really on the table, uh, especially coming so publicly off the heels of scrapping Batgirl a week ago. Sure, and the negative press they've got. 
The directors of Batgirl did some episodes of Miss Marvel and they published an email that Kevin Feige sent them. Did you guys see the email that Kevin no. sent them? They posted a screenshot and he was like, hey, been thinking about you two a lot today. I know you've put, <laughs> a, lot of, I know you've put a lot of work into this. Uh, keep, you know, keep moving forward. Super proud of the work you guys did with Miss Marvel. Hope to work with y'all again sometime in the future. Kevin sent from my iPhone. So it's like- Does it really super, say sent from yeah, my it iPhone? Does. It does, funny. yeah. But it's just like DC is already facing a lot of backlash for canceling Batgirl out of nowhere, even though it was probably going to be bad. Right. So they're not going to cancel the Flash. So there are two options. They're either going to mandate like some therapy for Ezra Miller and then have them do a limited like apology tour impress for The Flash or release the movie and not invite Ezra Miller to any premieres, like sort of deny any involvement with Ezra Miller other than putting their name in the credits of the movie. Wow. And also being the main character? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like no matter what, what they do, if this movie comes out, people what? are going to keep talking about why did they release this after all the crap Ezra Miller has just done. That's crazy. It's an wow. unwinnable situation for them because if they cancel it, well, they've paid both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton a bunch of money to come back and be Batman again in this movie. Dude, I just think that after their track record, nothing costs more than bad press. Right. And I think that the worst press is another terrible movie that you have released after Ezra Miller has done everything that they've done. Right. I, I just feel like the smart move here is to take it on the chin, cancel the movie, eat the cost, and go, look, Ezra Miller does not live up to the standards that we would like to hold our stars to. Right. And we don't want to honor that behavior by releasing this movie. And TBH wasn't going to be very good. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's move forward and make— I think they were banking different. on The Flash being a cornerstone of their ability to cancel projects and move forward because The Flash is— that kind of multiverse reset yeah, button right. that they've been hoping to push. Well, and to me, that's another sign of how far you're trailing behind Marvel. Is like, yeah, we've been doing multiverse stuff for about two years now, guys. Like, I think yeah. it's different though because they are, I mean, it is the Flashpoint paradox. Like it no, is I get Flashpoint. That. I get that. Like they're trying to reset, which but is But why good. would you tell that story right now? I think because that you only tell that story when you acknowledge that the one's like as a as a comic studio, you tell that story because it's interesting and fun. Yeah, sure. No yeah. movies, you tell that story because you publicly acknowledge, hey, these were bad. We need to start over. Right. But we don't want to betray the almost decade. Uh, by this point, it is a decade. Man of Steel was twenty twelve. We don't want to betray the decade of investment from our hardcore fans. This is how yeah, you do. A I would argue that yeah. you have been betraying that decade for the last at least six years of said decade. Certainly, but you have self awareness, and I well, think DC does not have the self awareness sure, on their sure. movie side to to acknowledge that. Yeah. <clears throat> a quick aside, there's something really interesting about, because I would imagine most moviegoers, the, their most familiar cinematic flash face is Ezra Miller. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because it, yeah. It's, there are several iterations of Flash in the world, enough that I can't really keep up with, not even counting cartoons and things like that. But there's this really interesting thing called, have you all heard of parasocial relationships? Yes. Okay, so there's a parasocial relationship in cinema that I feel like is this huge looming thing that we're not necessarily talking about, but it seems like within the last five years, the faces we've had for the last sometimes two decades that have played these seminal pop cultural icons are not there anymore. So it's like 
Daniel Craig is not James Bond anymore. Yeah. Tony Stark is not Iron Man anymore. Sure. Yeah. Like there's a whole wave of MCU stuff. And so it is It is bizarre. And we got happy because we had someone to like, it almost feels like some kind of monarchy. Like someone needs to replace the face. <laughs> so when sure. our Pat came in and was Bruce, we're like, okay, we can live without Chris. I have a cinematic Batman now. Yay. I have yeah. a cinematic Batman, but now right. we're still searching. There's just so many of these things and there's so many studios that are just tabling stuff. There's like not even rumors, I think, anymore. If they are, they feel like diluted about who the name's new James Bond is, but it's just bizarre. I think it's yeah. a fascinating, fascinating little social science of like the people that are supposed to be there as our several like, it's not even about Rushmore. It's probably 10 faces that would need to be the same for us. Yeah. Like we've already, we said bye to Walter White, but we got Saul. We kept Saul around for sure. a long time. You know, it's like, hey, did I tell you guys we're, we're not letting we're go. We're deep in, deep in the Better Call Saul paint. Thank no. goodness. It's great. We're about to finish season two. Isn't it good? The uh-huh. entire show ends in like three days and I'm so sad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's that saying goodbye thing. It's bizarre. Um, I want to do something a little bit. I want to tease our next series by playing some Rank You very much. Ooh, please. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, been yeah. A, it's been a while since we've done that. And boys, I'm going to give you some choices, but sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> actually that's the most honest I've been about my games in a long time. <laughs> sometimes the rules are this way. Um, <laughs> in Rank You Very Much, I go and find a list of usually a somewhat reputable source uh, of uh, ranking uh, X kind of movies or X kind of actors uh, and have these guys try and guess who fell on these lists. And so do y'all want to pull from Den of Geek 2022, Vulture 2022, or Esquire 2022? I would say probably Den of Geek or Vulture. I'm leaning Vulture. All right, let's do Vulture. We're going to do the best action movies of the last 15 years. Okay. So 15 years ago was 2007. Oh. Best action movies. Well, of the when last was this published? Was this published? This was published in 2022, July okay. 29th of 2022. So we got to think what came out after July 29th in 2007. Yeah. It's top 25. I'm going to give each of you up to three strikes here. And again, this is a tease for our series coming up. Keep listening, probably in the shout outs or something. We haven't really talked about when we're going to announce it, but we're very. Uh, hyped yeah, for this so. this yeah, uh, next really series. Am. But it is, we're talking about our best action movies of the last 15 years, the top 25. They say we rank the very best that action cinema has had to offer in the 15 years since. I actually chose Den of Geek. Since Den of Geek opened its doors, I realized that The Vulture is just ranking action Netflix. It said the top 40 oh, Netflix ah, action movies. Ah. Little misread, that one's tougher. So who wants to start us off? If you get one that lands here, you're Gucci. Yeah, I'm happy to I, I can go first. Okay. Oh, is that what you were going to say? I was going to say I'll happily concede. Oh, sure. Top 15, sorry, top 25 of the last 15 years. Jordan. Yeah, this is a good starting space because if it's not on the list, then I already know that I can disregard if the list is good and just come up with random BS yeah. to fill out the rest of it. Kingsman, the first Kingsman, the Secret Service. Does not make this list, my friend. That's okay. strike one. Well, then this list is... Unimportant to me, and I will think uh, what a dumb person would say instead of like what a smart person would say on the list. <laughs> John Wick. That is, that is a number one, yeah, my friend. Does yay. It's a survival game here, by the way. Just survive. What a stupid move. What a, a stupid <laughs> list. John Wick deserves to be there. I'm not fighting John Wick. I'm saying 
you you have twenty five movies better than Kingsman over the last fifteen years. Mission Impossible Eight is that Fallout? Uh, yeah, it's there, my friend. Yeah, well done, yeah. <clears throat> Timothy Cruzeman. Fallout was number nine. Oh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, correct again. <clears throat> Mad Max Fury Road is number two. Excellent. Those just working away from the top, my man. I do. I feel like I'm going to say The Raid 2. Correct, yeah. my friend. The Raid 2, number five. Yeah. Jordan, number yeah. five. Gotta be. Gotta be. <clears throat> Last 15 years, 2007. I really feel like they're going to pull some crap of like Captain America Civil War. No, there's is not. It, no. Is no, it no, the no, kind no, of thing where it's now. like, are there like I don't want y'all going down that three room. John Wicks in this list kind of a thing? Nope. Okay. Any you got sequels? the only John Wick. Like, any, is there multiple of any franchise that we need to be looking out for? Yes. Okay. The Raid 1. Number 3. Yeah. I'm really going from the top to the bottom on you know this what's, list, huh? You went 1, 2, 3, my man. What's funny is that The Raid 2 is so much better to me than The Raid 1. I don't one. know, man. I, I, your so much is what gets me, Jordan. I don't know if it's a so much. Because... I'm such a stick. I'm such a sucker for the first, you know. Yeah, it's simple. It's very simple. But the raid two is like it was a much more like, yeah, exciting yeah. experience. I don't know. I, I, love I am fine for a don't sequel be being better than the prequel, but I don't think it can knock the prequel socks off because we're comparing all the good things about the first one to a really highly ranked second one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just feel like every aspect of it is better than the first one. <laughs> You're just going further just and like further. Improvement overall. <laughs> I love them. Okay. I feel, I love I feel them like both. they shouldn't have even made the first. No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Yeah. I love them both so much. <laughs> but uh, I hate the first one. Man. Y'all are killing it. Good job, guys. Killing it is very appropriate for action movies. There's mm. several. There's several guesses that I have that I don't think are better than Kingsman, but are very good. That I'm now worried won't be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Baby Driver. Ooh. Not there. Not there. That's two strikes for Jordan. It can't have any flavor. Mad Max is, and John Wick are the most amount of flavor that I think it can have for this list. I don't understand what that means. I don't either. The umami. The umami of the No, kills. you don't know what. You're just saying things. That means nothing. No, it's the umami. No, but you, it's, that means nothing. But it's like testosterone charged umami, so it's udaddy. Okay, he's just saying nothing. That means you, you're you trying to guess number four here now, Doug. I you am went one, two, three. <laughs> Oh, I feel like, oh man, I feel like there's going to be some real like dad stinkers in here. This is not my guess, but it feels like something that would be like taken or like, that's such a good action movie. Huh. 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 Oh, you know what? Fast and Furious. The fourth one. Oh no. Nope. But dumb. That's one strike. Jordan with the comeback. Comeback starts now. You said it, it goes until July of 2022, like July anytime of 2022, before that? To like two weeks ago. Man, I feel like Top Gun Maverick has to be on the list. Oh, then. yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Not there. What? what, what? Is, read the list from top to bottom. I already lost. Read the list from top to bottom. Do you want from one to 25? Yes. That feels like Top Gun Maverick would be the reason that editorial was like, please it write this article like, for our website. It seems like, no, I can't say that. So John Wick. Sure. Yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. The Raid. Skyfall. The Raid 2, Inception. What? It's not an action number, movie. Number seven, Ip Man. All right, fair enough. Number eight, Hot Fuzz. Not an action movie. Not action number comedy. nine, Mission Impossible Fallout. Yeah. Number 10, Django Unchained. Not an action movie. 
Number 11, District 9. Not an action Not movie. an action movie. Number 12, Drive. Okay. That's action barely movie. an yeah. action movie, but yes, I'm going to let it pass. Drive is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love that movie. Number 13, The Nice Guys. Action comedy, but... I Number mean, 14, uh, Carl Urban's Dread. Dude, I okay. have not seen yeah. Dread. Which is so good. Okay. I also haven't I seen it. I need to see that movie. Number 15, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. Jordan? Yeah, fair. Number 16, Atomic Blonde. I never saw it. Dude, I didn't either, but I have seen the like 12-minute single-take fight yeah. scene, and it is yeah. impressive. Number 17, Edge of Tomorrow, also known as Live, Die, Repeat. That's right. a phenomenal I wouldn't movie. put that top 25 action, but it's a great movie. Number 18, Snowpiercer. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Number 19, this is my least favorite here, Hunger Games. Get Oh, out. no chance, Number 20, dude. but there's some good, there, there's more good than bad. Number 20, Looper. Oh, I love okay. Looper. 21, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Not an action movie. That's an action uh, movie. I would call action, that an action movie, I think. It's not an action movie. Here you go, Doge. Number 22, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Number I don't 22. think I would say that's an action movie, but I do love Scott Pilgrim movies. is a, essentially a tournament movie, like essentially a fight tournament movie. I would say that's an action movie for sure. Action movie. It's as much an action movie as Mortal Kombat. Yeah. 23, 310 to Yuma. No, I, I, I don't think that's an action movie. I would call that a Western drama. 1917. All right, fair. Yeah, boy, that's a good movie. It's yeah, a it's phenomenal a movie. movie. I would Number say it's one of, the, one of the best pictures. R R R. Oh, cool. Okay. Seems yeah. like yeah. also the bias, author, but- also the author of the Game of Thrones series. I'm kidding. R R R. George R R R R. That is our most recent release that made that list. Hey, I, I think that's a pretty bad list, but that's not your fault. Right. Yeah. What, maybe maybe our new series will give us a little bit of time to talk about what is an action movie versus a movie with action in it. Yeah. We can we can also say it is. We can say it's a pretty bad list, but it also happens to have all of our next series in it. It does. So we I guess we're get we're saying at least those parts. It were, has were well almost done. all of our next series in it. Huh? It has almost all of our it next. It has series almost in all it. of our next series. There is one that. Oh, oh there is one. <laughs> there is one left out. I forgot. It's technically six movies. So sorry. Should we, and we'll say that soon, that so that some of you aren't going to be bummed that we're not doing Hunger Games again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, I didn't hear Hunger Games in your action series. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guys, I'd love to play the game that's sweeping the nation. I probably get a text an hour from celebrities. Mm. I can't really say their names. I don't want to like... Can you give us a hint, maybe? You don't want to pronounce um, them wrong? Celebrities named Chris. Ooh, celebrities uh, named Jason. Chris Christie. Uh, celebrities named uh, Idris. Huh? Uh, just reaching out and saying, hey, Idris Johnson. More Jolf. Can we get some more Jolf? Can we get, can we get some more Jolf? Dude. I am aware of the effect I have on women. It's his American <laughs> accent in the office is trying so, so hard. Oh, yeah. He's trying so, not to be so. I am aware of the effect I have. He does on the women. same voice, the same voice in the Beast trailer. <laughs> this little bump is you. Make sure, make sure we run away from the Big lions. Shere Khan energy. Like lion v. Tiger. Big time. Big time. If you haven't heard of Joff, then you're not listening. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Ooh. I you love hey, just intro every game like that from now on. <laughs> if you don't know what's up, then get out. If then you've never out, heard man. us play Rumpelstiltskin, I don't know. Download some episodes. <laughs> if you haven't heard of Joff, then I guess you're still working through the Rogan library. You're wasting Ooh. your time. Dang, I guess. Come on over to the Two Chunks experience. Come on to the two number one chunks podcast experience. Number one podcast, the Joe Rogan experience. I've listened to two episodes in my entire life, and I hated both of them. <laughs> That's because you didn't uh, take the brain octane. Jolf uses Rotten Tomatoes, aka Flickster, and I name some movies for these guys, and they have to try and get as close to the percentage rating from, and I'm always going to leave it in here just in case someday y'all change it up, from either the critics or the fans. Rotten Tomatoes, one of my favorite things about Rotten Tomatoes is it gives you that fan and it gives you that critic rating. Uh, we'll probably talk about the dynamic between the two of those uh, on our bullet train episode tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but for today, we're going to stick with some of that action. Yeah. Okay. We're going to stick with some of that action. Each of these boys have, it's much like golf in that Joff, three J's, mm. uh, has an allotted amount of strokes here. Golf actually isn't that way. You can, it's actually not that way at all. Now, I'm pretty sure you but can hit it as many times as you no, want. You can hit as many times as you want. If you get over par, they 22. send you home. Yeah. They like, try yeah, again tomorrow. To home, because like, we're both, we, they pin a note to your shirt that tells your wife that you didn't do very good. <laughs> you ran <laughs> out of hits. Because we're both, we're both two chunks and, and Swifties. It's 22 strokes uh-huh. to decide uh, who is the winner. If you go over, you lose. If they both go over, it's who went over less. We're going to start with tomorrow's episode. And that is Bullet Train. What is the current critic percentage rating of Bullet Train? Ooh. Remember that while the other person's guessing, you're muted. Yeah, mute. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm just taking my headphones out because if I mute you, wait. No, just push mute on your keyboard. We're good. He can't hear me. Yeah, Doge's first. Okay. Critic score for Bullet Train. 74. Oh, I'm back. Jordan. Yes. Bullet train. Mm. Critic score. Mm-hmm. 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 62%. The current. Hold on. Is Doge muted? Oh, yeah. He can come back. Oh, I'm, I'm not muted. Oh, okay. I didn't oh, he didn't have to. Yeah, second, view, second vote doesn't yeah. have to mute. I guess 74. I guess Carter's not going to tell you that. On Flickster right now, bullet train is rotten mm-hmm. at 54% mm-hmm. on Flickster, which means, Doge, you I have lost. two oh. left. Okay, good. Two <laughs> Cool. Two strokes left to Jordan's right. 14 strokes. Yeah. I think I got it. I think I got yeah, this I think one you got in the this. bag. I think you got it. 
in the golf bag with all my 14 other golf strokes. Sticks. I like the muting because I had no idea which direction to start working from and I couldn't prices right you. I really like muting during the guesses. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, I'll mute. Go ahead, Jordan. Okay. 57%. Jurassic World Dominion currently sits at a 51%. Jurassic World Dominion currently sits at 30%. Whoa. On Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, it's a real extinker. Jordan wins at negative 13. <laughs> Doge only loses by six at negative 19. Wow. Wow. Unbelievable. Negative 19. Uh, shall we do another round? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's play Jolf, Jolf again. As a warm up. Let's, let's just do one more round. Yeah. And we're going to do actual movies that are going to be in our action series. Actually, you know what? Let's do the train wreck. Let's do WB movies. Oh, yes. Let's do DC. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do DC. Yeah. We're going to start with, this is not the Snyder Cut. We're going to start with Justice League. Oh, yeah, because I bet putting it in four by three black and white probably Not Zack Snyder's Justice League. 60%. Because that's so good, dude. So thanks for releasing it, WB. You finally did it. I'll mute. Wait a second. Is that even on? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Okay. 45. Excellent. Mm, 44%. Amazing. Yeah, we're one off. You no way. Just righted me. I guess well, 45. Guess 45. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> Those guess 45. Incredible. Which, Jordan, that puts you in the lead, my friend. Wow. By one stroke. It was 39 Wow. Oof. Ouchie. Oof. Ouchie. 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Jordan has 17 strokes left to Doge's 16. Now, let's do Zack Snyder's Justice League. 100, 150%. Dude, yeah. it was perfect. Zack Snyder's- Can the scale go higher? It was perfect. Oh my Justice gosh. League. He's a true filmmaker. Jordan, you'll Nobody be else has first. ever made a real film. Such a good director, dude. Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Critic review. Mm-hmm. 48. Zack Snyder's Justice League. 67. But the scale only goes to 67, so it was actually perfect. perfect. I want to be clear, now that we both put in our guesses, I want to be clear that I think it is actively worse than the original because it's just like, imagine if I came up and I kicked you square in the groin. And then I was like, now this time I'm going to do it, but for longer and in black and white. (laughs) It's like, I don't want this to be longer. I want it to be done. That's what that is. But if you're the kind of person who's like, I love getting... My groin kicked. Yeah, then that's <laughs> like Zach will do it exactly more for you. for you. Yeah, yeah, he'll do it more. Y'all, the Rotten Tomatoes score for Zack Snyder's Justice League was seventy-one Un- percent. Unbelievable. Seventy-one wow. percent. Incorrect. That is Doge's at twelve strokes to Jordan. Yeah, negative six. Bye. The audience score was probably really high. Yeah, I'm sure it was ninety-four percent. Really Insane to me. Legitimately wrong. <laughs> 94%. Doge, I'm going to give you Morbius. Give me a guess on Morbius. Critic score of Morbius is 34%. Oh, I would have gone lower. would have gone lower. That was accidentally, would you care for more mimosas from The Incredibles? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. 16%. Oh, I was going to guess 20. Woof. I was 16%. Over double. Woof. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny. Morbius is not that much worse than Zack Snyder's Justice League. That's Dang, what's crazy. He said it. 
Yeah. Like, Dang, he said people it. People are so, and I get it. I have been fully, fully blinded by expectation before, but I don't think the Zack Snyder cut hype is going to age well. <laughs> like, no, as we look yeah. back, we're going to go, oh, it's just the same bad movie, but harder to watch. But longer yeah. and worse. Longer, longer and with roughly 40% less screen. Yep. Just uh, There's just a lot of people trying to will it. He's to a hack. Yeah. yeah. He's a hack. Zack Snyder, He's- I think, hired as like a DP, a director of photography. Of coolness. Would be amazing. As long as he like- doesn't. As long as his taste only extends to what the shot looks like and not what costumes are being worn or what people are saying or how they're he's behaving. He's a great, he's a very, very good visual storyteller. Yes, yes yeah. he is. It's like being at a, um, so like let's say he worked at a Michelin restaurant, but he just played it. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Wow. Right. So like, why don't you yes. open your own restaurant and you can cook, yeah. you can make the menu, you can do, right. you can do all this stuff. Carter, he you will- did it. He will boil a hot dog. That's such in a, a good food metaphor, Carter. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that was awesome. He'll just put tahini <laughs> in a pot of water and boil hot dogs, but plate it incredibly. It but looks it's like, amazing. It's like this is a boiled good. hot dog. Like, man, this is a boiled hot dog. Yeah, but put that in is my that, belly. Is that for lime? Sure. Is, that, is that some lime? What is this? <laughs> You don't get it. It's art. I used to work at a big restaurant. And it's like, cool. Okay. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> what if I sucked all the color out of it and made the hot dog smaller? Is that better? No, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's just gray. It's just it's gray, gray now. hot dog. You just, you just bird, you burdened this, this tube of meat. <laughs> the hot, what if the hot dog says damaged? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Gosh. That's actually good. Oh. If the hot dog's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. Yeah. The movie where Jared Leto just shows up again in a post-apocalyptic world. He got 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics to end today's episode, to end today's episode, probably the best thing that could happen to Warner Brothers and DC is this podcast. The fact that we exist and the fact that we have proven, we have put ideas out into the world that have been taken and have been successful. Mm. Check out Feliz Navidad from a long <laughs> time ago. Yeah. Hey, still, still not over that, by yeah, the way. I'll never forgive still you. Still makes no, me mad to think either. about. I'm not either. We're talking in this DC universe, whatever the new iteration will be, because they're never going to stop, okay? Yeah. So say we can't stop this train. It's just going to happen. Want to get off and go home again. To end this episode, give me your name and then give me blank as blank. Okay, yeah. Could save. We're not trying to pick directors and producers. I know a lot of stuff, other stuff goes in there. But this person as this DC character equals on the right track, on the right track. And you can't use Batman. Okay. Are we building it around Robert Pattinson's Batman? Because I actually think that that's a Chris that's Nolan Batman situation where it's like, if it's, fan- if it's fancy and fantastical, it makes that movie worse. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm going to do is I'm going to be building it around our Pats. I'm Carter and perhaps the least expected, it's going to feel like a wink wink thing. It's like, wait, are they serious? Is this, are we being punked? Is this really happening again? But Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. They come back and they say, we recognize this. The only way to break this is to not necessarily have us laugh at ourselves, but just look at it, look at it dead in the face mm. and, and give it another shot. Confront your own greatest failure. Give me a second. Give me a sec. I'll get it to you, I promise. Am I, can I have two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Doge, and we're going to take it an entirely different direction. And we're going to be introducing to your screens Ben Barnes 
as Clark Kent, Superman. Interesting. Ben Barnes? Mm-hmm. As in- currently, currently in Shadow and Bone, oh. but he is- uh, Check yeah, he's the he's the scrawny, one. angsty version. He's like what our Pat is to. I believe he is Prince I like Caspian. The age. Am I correct? He is also Prince Caspian in the Narnia movies. But yeah, you were saying he's Zaz or whatever. Huh? What's his name? What's the what's the Daredevil character? Oh, he oh Punisher character. Yeah, my bad. No, oh, he isn't he, Punisher. Is he? No, it's a uh, villain. Oh come on! I don't think he's in Punisher, boys. No, he's in huh? um he's in Westworld season one. No, he's in the he's that. in the Punisher. Oh, he is Billy Russo. Yeah, in a Punisher. Yeah, he's in the Punisher. He means the Punisher. A Punisher. It's a me, ben the Barnes. Punisher. It's a me, the it's Punisher. A me, the Punisher. It's time to die. It's time to be punished. This one's Jordan. I have two. One I've been ringing the bell for a minute, and another one I just thought of that I'm maybe more excited about, but. Number one, Christoph Waltz as Mr. Freeze is just such yeah. a slam dunk. Oh to yeah, me. yeah, like just yeah. I want, such a yeah, absolutely. That's already in the universe, right? Just a beautiful, nuanced Mr. Freeze story. Yeah, where Christoph Waltz gets to come in and flex, mm. but Arnold's voice. Still. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. The Ice Age. Yeah, tiny. Um, nice to meet you, Robert Pattinson. Fe- <laughs> I'm beginning to feel that this is inspired. <laughs> this next okay. one. Okay, interesting. I'd like a Deathstroke story. Okay. Joe Janello, baby. A, who is actually a pretty great casting for Deathstroke. Yeah, I know. I'd like a Deathstroke story. Somebody a little bit older than Batman, a little more experienced, who can come in and give him a real, like, physical challenge. And based on how good I think the movie Upgrade is and how cool I think oh. this person is, I'm going to go with Logan Marshall Green. Yeah. As Deathstroke, who is That's almost fun. almost exactly ten years older than Robert Pattinson. That's really fun. And you can you can grunge him up a little bit, or you can keep him really clean cut and have him yeah. sort of be like a rich boy assassin type situation yep. to really mirror. Man, Bruce. I can't I can't recommend to the Chunkies upgrade enough. Oh my yeah. goodness. It is brutally violent. Just a quick heads up. But yeah, heads up. So is our podcast though. Yeah. You know, we've got the edge. Yeah. Man, we're not gonna dull our blade. He's in a lot of brutally violent movies, isn't he? He is, yeah. He's good at it. I forget him. Man, yeah, Upgrade, great. the fight scenes. Doge, did you ever end up watching Upgrade? I haven't. Dude, the fight Oof. scenes also being the fact that he's not controlling. Like, his yeah, acting in those fight scenes yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah, so yeah. cool. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. Such a good movie. All right, well, bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.